up, guys? It's Jordan. I'm back with another episode of Starting Startup. Guys, I thought today would be really fun to uh, post a podcast while I'm right in the middle of something that I, I think is important to talk to everybody about, because I think it's all going to be something that everybody experiences, honestly. Um, so right now, I'm waiting on a phone call from the bank. Uh, I got an email earlier from them that uh, was very unclear on what uh, what they wanted to talk about, but um, you can kind of pick up between the lines of what it says. Now, let me read the email verbatim for what it says right here. Uh, so it says, hi, Jordan. Are you available for a quick call this afternoon? I have some feedback from the underwriters that we need to discuss. Dot, dot, dot. So there's a, when I first read this, it wasn't a huge deal. Said, okay, you know what? I've dealt with this before. I've bought properties. You know, they always have questions, things like that. And so I called her immediately, went to voicemail. It's right around the lunch hour. Told her, hey, I'm going to be back in the office at 1.30. I'll be driving till then. You're welcome to call me at any point. So more and more I started driving, I started thinking about the phrasing that was in this. And it really started getting in my head. So the, I have some feedback from the underwriters. Well, feedback insinuates that there's a finalized decision, not questions. So the dot, dot, dot further enhances that concern. I'm more than likely about to get a phone call saying, we're not going to proceed with a loan for you, which quite honestly is a very big deal because this is the third bank we've went to. And this is the one that we've been referred to by everybody that is the most likely to be able to approve us for what we're trying to do. So the more I drove, the more concerned I got with it, but it started kind of clicking to me that this isn't the end. That's not the, that doesn't close the books on this. There's got to be other opportunities. There's got to be other ways. So I'm driving back from across the state of Michigan and I started thinking, okay, what if this is a denial? First thing I think of is I've got two employees that are, I, I've, I have very much so given commitments to one that I'm already paying as it is. And another one that just moved his whole family up here. What am I going to do for them? So I started thinking about how I can support them, things I could do in case we were to fail. Um, you know, think of the worst case scenario stuff. And I got to be honest, that probably wasn't the right thing to be thinking. It took me a little bit to get to where it was the right mentality and what I really should be thinking. And what I should be thinking is, how am I going to kick this ass? How am I going to just absolutely beat this and go to the next level? Because if they say no, there's another opportunity. This isn't the door closing. Now, granted, my initial concern is fear for my employees, which I hope to God everybody listening to this who is an entrepreneur, that's the first thing you think about in every decision you make. But really, the second thing is, I can beat this. So I get home. I started doing some research about different options for funding. And granted, we're looking for quite a considerable amount of money. There's not a lot of people in the market looking to offer over a million dollars to an entertainment startup, especially with the way the markets are right now. But there's got to be somebody out there. There's got to be ways. So I spent some time researching the different opportunities for it, or what, what we could do for different financing, and started writing out a list. What can I do if this phone call is a denial? Now, on that list, I have things like, going to angel investors or trying a different bank, which basically take a map and just draw a big ass circle around the area that we're going to be servicing and start knocking on every goddamn door of the banks and find somebody who's willing to take the, take the risk into us. I think we have a great thing behind us. I think we have tons of documentation to show that we're going to be successful. There's no doubt in my mind that this is a slam dunk and we've already got investors who have jumped on it. I'm willing to throw every bit of skin I've ever had for in my entire life, my entire life savings in on this 
and we have a team already hired for it. It seems pretty straightforward to me. I need to just get in front of somebody where they can actually meet me in person, not this bank that I keep dealing with over the phone, that they're not willing to actually come let me come see them in person and have a conversation, build that relationship. So as I went through this, I realized there's tons of different avenues. I'm not concerned about this. Yes, it's going to hurt because honestly, I can't tell you how many times I've checked my email hoping that she's responded with something else, some type of some type of conversation that made me give me a shred of, of hope because it's still nerve wracking. It's like I'm freaking back in the dating scene and I'm waiting for the girl from last night to, to send me a, a text message. Like I sent her a text and asked her for a follow up date. And I, you know, this is, this is how I feel and guys. That's what I want to get at. I feel insanely emotional about this, but it is the best feeling in the world. Yes, this could be probably the biggest obstacle we're going to face. Funding is for any pretty much any startup. But you know what? It feels fucking good to feel like this. It feels good to be this engaged and this committed to something and for it to drive my heart rate up. And every time I see my phone ring or hear my phone ring, my, my brain spikes and my heart rate pounds because it's, I think it's, that, it's the bank calling to talk to me. We're getting towards the end of the day. We got an hour before the end of the banking hours day. She requested the time. I'm guessing that that's even another identifier that they are very much likely calling me to let me know they're not going to proceed since they're waiting until the end of the day. I have tried calling her again, left her another voicemail, and no, no response. So, But I'm prepared for that. But what I'm appreciative of is that I am in a position right now where I get to actually experience this type of thrill. This is a big deal. Whether it's a yes, whether it's a no, it doesn't matter. We're going to survive through it. We're going to be successful. We're going to find another avenue to go around it because determination and persistence is what makes successful people. And guys, if you don't feel that way when you experience these types of challenges, you're going to be in a, in a lot of trouble. If you bury your head for days on end, you're going to fail because your competition isn't. You need to be able to be so confident in what you have that every single bump in the road, you know you can overcome it. Because guys, it's just emotions and don't let emotions rule your world. Let's be logical here. There's people all over the world who have been able to get more money than what I'm asking for. There's been banks who have lended to people in way worse situations. Shit, I can walk into just about any business and get a feel for who the owner is. And I bet you a large majority of them, I can outperform them in any business aspect. They're not watching their P&Ls. They're not watching their... Their, their turnovers, their cash flows, things like that. You wouldn't believe how many businesses that I've dealt with in my prior positions that don't watch anything other than their bank account. That alone, I know I can overcome. So if these people are successful, God damn it, I can be. It actually pisses me off when I go into a into some business and they're just half-assing. You know, the restrooms are dirty. The, cust the employees don't give a shit. They're giving attitude. They look like shit. It just pisses me off. Because to me, it's how are you somebody who portrays what an entrepreneur should be? How is it that you have so little pride for your business, yet you're still somehow in business? It drives me absolutely insane. But they're not of the same mentality. They're never going to exceed where they're at with it. And they may not even succeed with where they're at with it. They may be two, three years down the road fail. And you think about the statistics of how many small businesses fail. Granted, there's different reasons for it. I think a large portion of it is people who are unprepared. So when I'm thinking about this bank, who's going to probably be turning me down here momentarily, I look at my different options and what am I going to do? I'm going to start doing research right now. 
So I started looking online at different options. I go to SBA.gov and I start one of their learning programs, which is 45 minutes long, talking about the different types of lending and funding. Found two links that can help possible different avenues that I hadn't considered before. And I have spent a shitload of time researching this stuff. Look for your resources. Call people. I know I had a conversation. My uncle owns a large plant, uh, a large factory. I talked with him when he was when I was first going through this, asking his advice about what should I do next here, and do I am I prepared to go to a bank for this? You know, asking to trying to seek counsel from my inner circle. He had had committed to me that he would get me in, if if I wanted, he would get me in touch with his small business lender because he's got a good relationship with them. There's another door open right there. I'm going to go running through the door the minute I get that phone call and I hear we can't proceed with your loan. I'm going to get prepared with all these different things that I can do and pre- prepare for the worst. Now that I might get a phone call where they just say, "Hey, you know, we're we're concerned. Uh we're going to give you some feedback looking at this, you know, you don't have five years of financials, you have three years of financials or, well, the, 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 the federal reserve is going to be increasing the interest rate here in a little bit. So be prepared that that's probably going to go up or some shit like that. It doesn't matter. And we're at the end of the year, the SBA loan dollar amounts may actually be expired. They might not have any more for this year. I might have to wait till the start of 2019, which, Oh God, it's 25 days away. It's not a big deal. No matter what I can get through this and my team can get through it. But here's another thing that's really important. Don't let the stresses of things like this get to your team. Don't vent it. Don't call them. Don't talk to them about this type of stuff unless you know you're in a situation that you need to change, unless you know that you need different uh, different opinions. Because all it's going to do is it's going to concern your teammates. It's going to get them stressed out. Now, I know a lot of my guys listen to this podcast. I'm pretty sure almost all of them do. And they're probably hearing this for the first time by listening to this podcast. But the great thing is that I know they have the faith and the trust in me to find out another solution because we've already done it probably a hundred times for other crap. And I'm certain that you have too. They have in their position. We figure it out, but we stay determined, we stay persistent, and we make a plan because nothing can knock you down. <laughs>